Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, Force users of all ages. I'm Dino. That's Alyssa. Daniel. Let's not waste time. Chapter 13 of The Mandalorian. Uh, I thought they smelled bad. On the outside. Star Wars inside the Tauntaun. Taun. This is our podcast opening song. Alyssa, Daniel, and Dino talking about Star Wars. Like and subscribe. <laughs> Chapter 13, The Jedi. We had a lot of things to talk about. Directed by Dave Filoni. Written by Dave Filoni. Written by Dave Filoni. Lovingly. Dave Filoni played every character. (laughs) (laughs) You saw all of his internal organs flashed around the scenery. All of his blood and guts. I know. Just everywhere. He made all the props and the costumes. He did such a great job. Um, but really, like this was uh, a moment. This was a, like a, a a a significant moment in Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, Ahsoka Tano. Just like, just imagine. Oh my God! Like Ahsoka Tano's triumphant introduction into the mainstream of Star Wars. Wow! 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 Yeah, for a lot of people, this was their first introduction. Yeah, and mm-hmm. what an introduction! Like, it, do you think that? Even I, if you know nothing about her and you didn't watch Clone Wars, you didn't watch Rebels. Oh, my God. Which I can't it, believe that you haven't done I mean, it yet. My God, I've said this so many times. Daniel has yelled at you all so many times for not watching those <laughs> things. But but truly, like I thought about my dad because he just finished season one of Mandalorian and mm-hmm. is going to watch season two. And he hasn't watched the cartoons. So he doesn't know. Yeah, same he doesn't know who she is. He right. has no emotional attachment to her in the slightest. Right. And you think that she's gonna? Do you think that he's gonna purchase two white lightsabers and and like a headdress and dye and... his skin orange? And... <laughs> it's possible. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a not zero chance this happens. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just like think about it from that perspective. And even if you have no idea who she is, and didn't watch her grow up in mm-hmm. Clone literally Wars. from like, like a like a, a from a three-year-old like a, yeah literally uh-huh. like well in the yeah a little flashback yeah yeah yeah, yeah was, in flashbacks yeah, and stuff old. yeah and um still still intriguing and interesting yes. and mysterious mm-hmm. and just badass i mean oh my god i i can't wait to talk about this episode with you both i really yeah. really can't yeah i'm sweating so, oh, and i don't man. know when the appropriate time is to talk about it but she looks incredible oh yeah you can talk I, about it right now. oh yeah well, well okay this... well i'm going to go ahead here we are go ahead i was low-key kind of nervous me too uh, oh yeah 100%. Uh, about how she would translate because mm-hmm. Because her skills are so developed, and, and and the way you're able to portray characters in animation is always going to be so 
so much more exaggerated than you could physically for sure portray them she looked amazing yeah like i honestly could not the prosthetic work is out of this world yeah the, the face painting the rather the skin painting mm-hmm. it's identical yeah yeah um, yeah she looked i um i showed chassis this morning a side by side of mm-hmm. like ahsoka in clone wars and rosario dawson in this episode yeah and she was like whoa yeah yeah, I mean, she's obviously much closer to her rebels look because of yes. the time frame. But she and wow. and, and, and and some some snooty fans noted that her her uh, uh, what do they call them the the leku I think that's what the mm-hmm. the word is. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. they're noticeably shorter than adult Ahsoka in in the animated world. And a sure. designer reached out on Twitter and said that was necessary because she couldn't. A stunt double or Rosario (laughs) Dawson couldn't physically do the things they were being asked to do with these two long. Sure. Like, 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 turn her head. And also, what a thing to like get huffy over. Oh, it's not the fact that we're not, not, I mean, we we expect no less from Star Wars fans. No, like, like, we just got a freaking live action Ahsoka Tano. (laughs) And they're already like, that's what you're huffy about. Her head tentacles aren't long enough. And nobody hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. No. Oh my god. I mean they they could not they could not have made her look better. Honestly. Yeah. She, and they, she they, looked they... great. She obviously has been and or had been training hella hard and was like in great shape. Mhm. But you um, like they they even the like small little details too cuz I noticed even in those <laughs> Head tentacles <laughs> that like there was like little scars too that you mm-hmm. could see like she's been through it. Yeah. And yeah. and Rosario Dawson was uh, a a terrific casting choice. True. Yeah, she yeah. brought such a a warmth mm-hmm. to to older Ahsoka that I a was wisdom. like, yeah. wisdom. Yeah, yeah, that was so great to see. And, and you started to see a little bit of that, like you know, and towards the end of Rebels, yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Mm-hmm. Well, I was gonna say she she did her homework number one Definitely. yeah because there were there were mannerisms she picked up from the animated character mm-hmm. facially yes. uh-huh. uh vocally i was yeah. telling daniel she sounds like a, a an older ashley Eckstein. totally yeah uh-huh like you like know she, it's rosario she, dawson but she took great care on emphasis of certain words that i mean you, mm-hmm. this is irrelevant to you if if you haven't watched the cartoon and have no interest but it, it was just a little Little callbacks to an animated character that are are just so so yeah. cool. Yeah, she had a, a physicalization moment, and you you two probably caught it, where she sort of like as she was thinking, like picked up her arms and crossed them. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and that uh-huh. was like so. I was like that that that's Ahsoka. Was ah- Ahsoka and her like little the- aside smiles when when you knew she was thinking yeah. about something, and she'd kind of smile to herself and Just little smirks. And- Which like what a task too for yes. an actor to be like. I have to bring this super beloved character, put myself into it as well, but still flavor it with all of that history and all of right. that depth from yeah. from an animated character as well. Like that's a challenge. Although she was very blessed, I'm sure to to have you know she was in good company with Dave Filoni. I'm sure. Oh, that yeah. Well, I can't wait. I cannot wait to watch care. I can't wait to watch the gallery series. Oh my god, we're gonna on, get the behind on, the scenes oh, on wee, season wee, two wee. of this. I think it comes out Christmas Day, actually. Oh man! Oh, 
What a Christmas gift. Yeah. And I I can't, I cannot wait to see how they approached all of this. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah. Oh my gosh. So should we just, yeah, should we we start from the top? Should we go and then we can chat about things throughout? Yeah. Let's, let's go. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we pick up um, on the forest planet Corvus. Yes. And when they say forest planet, one could say it used to be because yeah. it's very no desolated, charred, very dark, yeah, charred. All burned. Um, and the action kind of picks up immediately. You see, you see the well. Let's first kind of talk about the the, the town uh, that we first see. This this episode in general was such an overt nod to Akira Kurosawa. Oh, Japanese yes. filmmaking. Like, Filoni has always had a reference for that, but Star Wars itself. Oh my gosh. And is even based the mu- on. Even the music. The I was like, this is so Japanese. This like, was a this love letter to Japanese, so Japanese. The Japanese cinema that quite literally birthed Star Wars. Which is so. Yeah, because it, it's, it's, it's clearly based off that, but this is like the, the closest we've gotten to yes. that. Oh, and yeah. I, it's they, so weren't, they weren't skirting around it. They no, were like, uh-uh. let's just like fully the, the, go the there. The architecture, it looks like a, a Japanese mm-hmm. prefecture town. Uh, the, the giant bell gong. The oh giant, God. yeah, it, the giant like, bell. That gave me chills. And, and kind of the, the awning over it. Mm-hmm. Kind of and then like inside the um, magistrates. Oh, palace! It was uh, palace. It was like a Japanese like garden, garden. with yeah. bonsai trees, and mm-hmm. the only thing missing were like lotus blossoms floating mm-hmm. down. Yeah, right. That koi pond. Yeah, I mean, it was just just beautiful. Very beautiful, but we see the the troops that defend this town are out among the trees shooting at something. And it's no exaggeration. About ten seconds in, two white lightsabers ignite mm-hmm. and cut a guy down. I'm like, I'm so glad they wasted no time. I mean, he, that, that's kind of like too, the theme. Because like, we're only no... going to get her in one episode. It seems like so. Like, yeah. let's let's not let's there was not no, waste any time. There was no ceremonial like turning around and then it's her. Yeah. It was like lightsaber <laughs> cut through guy reveal face. Everybody screams. Oh my god! I actually okay. So I have to tell I have to tell you a story <laughs> because um, so just recently, um, which I guess what a couple of days ago um, when this aired, I was waiting in line outside of a GameStop. <laughs> That's right for, for the new Xbox, and uh, it was really really windy by the way, and so cold, and I was like covered in blankets and like my mask and my my glasses and whatever. And um, <laughs> I was just like, oh, God, the Mandalorian, I have to watch it. So my hands are shaking and like numb because I, I like trying to hold them underneath the blanket. And um, <laughs> and um, I'm watching this moment and I literally screamed in real life, forgetting that I was in a very public place and everybody looked at me like I was completely insane. And I was just like, and I was just like, it's the Mandalorian. <laughs> just leave me alone. Well, I'm surprised. Waiting in line at GameStop. For yeah, there weren't more people that. watching on their phones. Not everybody was watching. This I know, same. I you should have all watch partied it together. Yes, hundred <laughs> uh, percent. But yeah. So, so Ahsoka is cutting down with reckless abandon. And what struck me about this scene is the first time we've gotten, at least from a, the portrayal of a, a Jedi or a 
uh, a gray Jedi, which she may or may not be. Mm-hmm. A horror element. Kind of, like, yeah, out, yeah. Out there in the trees, the the, the sound design. Uh, the fog. The like music, her, the fog. Her, yeah. And she's seemingly going in and out of uh, being cloaked, you know? She's right. She, like... she, lo- she looks like a ghost. She'll, she'll cut uh-huh. someone down, then, uh, then turn off Disappear the sabers and into, run. Yeah. It's and... the stuff that people, like, write stories about. Yeah. Like, this, this is how horror stories are created. Yeah. Well, and they, it's like they took the, the line Mando uh, says at the end of season one. He's like, you want me to to return this child to a race of enemy sorcerers and <laughs> yeah they're playing up like the wit the jedi witch She's sorcerer witch. kind of element here that sure well no a- you actually you bring up a really great point because like it, it if um you know if the mandalorian i mean which is such boggles my mind to even think this but if the mandalorian is somebody's first introduction to star wars yeah you know it, 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 I think of just trying assuming that like, and this this is like, you know, we're giving you the first um, the first dose of what a Jedi really is like, um, and the immense power. Yeah, that, and yeah. how scary and training that is, and yeah. everything. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I I, yeah. I I really love that, and I, I to to take that, and it kind of just puts you sort of in the mind of the Mandalorian and 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 like what his you know Din Djarin. Oh right. And, yeah like, like how he's sort of interpreting all of this right right yeah. this is this is not your your luke skywalker right and he's depiction like, of a I, jedi luke this luke is who? these are scary <laughs> never heard potentially of scary potentially dangerous people and there's one there was one great shot speaking of kind of the horror element where a guard is looking around and there's this really quick zoom in on the yes. guard, which you always see when like a wolf is chasing somebody or totally. some kind of monster. Some kind of monster. Yep. And then she slices him in half, and is like, "Oh my!" Goodness. Just great. Just great. Uh, and then uh, she appears, kind of in front of the town, and the magistrate uh, calls down, and says, "Show yourself, Jedi." So we know. They've had run-ins with her before. She's been stalking the town, presumably. And then you kind of get the first uh, notes of Ahsoka's theme. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Full the music body in this chills. Entire, yep, yeah, same. the music in this entire episode. I texted and, this to you guys. but yeah, Perfect. I was, like, immediately just goosebumps for 42 minutes and 36 Lower. seconds like the it was entire... a warm hug it was like seeing an old friend yeah it really was I and hearing so their much. voice i mean it was uh delightful uh, a note about the magistrate yes she's played uh by diana lee Inosanto. yes bruce lee's goddaughter Oh, shit. Really? Oh, famous, famous stunt coordinator. Oh, of course Hollywood. she is. Of course she is. And her daughter, rather, her father, Dan, was Bruce Lee's training partner. Um, Did That's you know, did you know that. that this episode came out on Bruce Lee's birthday? I actually didn't know that. No. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. That, but, no, they just got chills because when you mentioned his name, because I was going to bring so that up, cool. and I was like, wow, that's so nuts. Just, just the the foresight to cast her Again, in, in an episode that Completely is genius. nodding to Star Wars's very real past in, in mm-hmm. Japanese film and uh, 
martial arts films and samurai films and to cast uh, a very gifted stunt coordinator in an acting role number one mm-hmm. but also uh to have it be bruce lee's goddaughter that's just the most bad daughter of his training partner is just that is what the kids call a flex oh a flex yes could you use it in a sentence yes uh language of origin (laughs) what dave filoni did with the casting was a flex still not helpful still not helpful (laughs) yeah yeah also same to be honest you know so (laughs) He's just trying his best, okay? He's trying his best. You know. So the the magistrate uh, asks the the Jedi to come forward, and Ahsoka shows up and has her sabers out and is ready to party. And she, the magistrate's flanked by, this is a really great deep dive, a couple of HK assassin droids, which are kind of in the line of assassin droids from the Old Republic. Yep. Mm-hmm. Games. Uh, a bit of a newer model, but very cool callback. But still kind of walk the same. Right. You know? Right. And and and, and kind of in samurai mm-hmm. garb. It was cool to see droids totally. even and on the act. Um, I love the sound effect of their walking too, by the way. It just yes. felt all, it, this, this episode, um, and, and I'm going to say this later on too, but just a lot of it f- made... A lot of it felt real, even though it was like kind of, um, you know, whimsical and very dreamy. Like it, 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 like the everything from the fight sequences to just the sound effects, it all felt very like grounded in reality. Right, it was great. Uh, and and also next to her is her kind of call him the chief of police or the head of her armed guard, Lang, who's played by Michael Bean. And uh, if you've watched Aliens. Terminator, Terminator 2. Yes. Uh, Planet Terror, The Rock. He plays these sorts of roles. Yeah, he's and... that guy. <laughs> he's literally that he's guy. He's a slew of sort of militant bad guys. Right. And mm-hmm. I think I think Mando says at one point in the episode, I think he's ex-military, which is such a great <laughs> reference yeah, to his entire career. I loved career. that line, too. He was like, he, was <laughs> like, I, he reads ex-military to me. And that, yeah. that's, uh-huh. that's what this guy does. So that was that was that's what they say around casting. The, the casting table, yeah. Um, but Ahsoka basically uh, threatens the magistrate. Said people are suffering under you. The magistrates will. Uh, it, it's very clear Ahsoka is after something. She said, "Give me what I want." It's very vague, but mm-hmm. we know she's been pressing on the magistrate for some time now and putting pressure on her to to do something or give up something. Give me back my bagel bites. I want them. Right. We're guessing it's a piece of information. Yes. She stole her bagel bites. And and kind of the secondary thing is that the the people in this town have been subjugated and and the magistrate threatens their lives, says their lives are meaningless. uh, Ooh, yeah. She showed her true colors immediately. And I was like, oh, Oh damn! Bad guy, very this very bad guy. guy. This is not a she's nice. Like, she's like, how many how many lives um are worth what you want? One, two, a hundred. Because I don't right. care. Ooh. And she's like, their, their lives don't mean anything to me. She says it. She's yeah. Like, like they're they're useless to me. It's pretty dark. 
And then Ahsoka says you have one day to kind of make up your mind if you want to do this the easy way or the, the difficult way. And then she walks back into the shroud. Of Disappears. The forest. Just like, whew. so cool. Then, I mean, so cool. What an entrance. And an exit. <laughs> and an exit. <laughs> yeah, because generally speaking, most of the, especially this season, we've been getting a cold open of some sort. You know, and then uh-huh. going into the, but that was no, that was no cold open. That was Woo! a very, very warm. Open. That was piping hot. That was a, that was a piping hot. <laughs> uh, so we cut to the Razor Crest as it comes out of hyperspace, approaching Corvus. Hyperspace. Uh, Bando's telling Baby Yoda to get back in his seat, Boop. and he listens. He did. It's a great he... little bit bit of character development. He, yeah. We're now we now yep. are getting more uh, indication that he understands mm-hmm. what he's being told, and he gets back in the chair. But he's... but you saw him struggle. He was like, right. I, I want the ball, but then he's like, okay. Right. He's once again chair. fixated on the knob at the top of <laughs> one of the levers in the cockpit, uh, which and... looks exactly like the Death Star knobs so in, my, ba- in my bathroom because I have the little Death oh. Star knobs in my Star Wars bathroom. Oh, got it. Never mind. I, I was going to say that they just look like no, the Death it just Star. Looks like there a Death comes Star. Daniel's yeah, totally. theory that the knob is the Death Star plans. Oh, it is. No. Yes, those are the plans for <laughs> the <laughs> fourth <laughs> Death Star. He was making a weird face in his Star Killer He was base. doing the Force. <laughs> and so there's something in that no. knob. You're okay. all going to be sorry someday when you're all my people. <laughs> it wasn't for those rotten kids. <laughs> Uh, but uh, <laughs> that, that was funny. Um, I'm glad you thought it was funny. <laughs> I know. I'll give you this one. Uh, <laughs> but the child reaches out and starts to kind of wiggle the knob with the force. And I love, again, this is a trend of really since the beginning of season two of him using the force in really benign Yes. Mundane just in ways, ways to sort to of get acquire, him what he wants. Acquire yeah. a cookie. Acquire yeah. that knob. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so that's great. Uh, they then land, kind of enter the atmosphere of Corvus, and you get these flyover shots of just utter desolation and smoke and fog. Looks really awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, not a, a vacation spot. Not a cute place. No. Uh, they land, and Mando says, let's go see what we can see in town they approach the town lang is atop the tower they have a discussion mando says they need a jumping off point they're using the planet as a jumping off point Uh, lang asks if he's a hunter in the guild mando replies something to the effect of last i checked last i checked (laughs) last i checked i am uh they open the doors. Mando's allowed to walk in, uh, and he's kind of struck by kind of the the silence and the reservation of people to even look at him. You can see people. Yeah, actively... the first the first person he tries to talk to just immediately runs away from him. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, "That was weird." So the okay. second person he talks to is a father with his kids, mm-hmm. and uh, as Mando approaches, he says, "I'm I'm looking for someone," and the father ushers his kids away. So this guy, his name is Wing T. Chow. He's a Disney Imagineer. 
What? Wow, that's so cute. He designed the Disney Dream and Disney Wonder ships. Oh my God. And wow. then also helped Disney expand into China and Hong Kong. And was wow. kind, of, kind of head of the oh, development wow. of those parks. Wait, did he not design the Disney Magic then? Uh, Disney Wonder and Dream. I don't. I don't know about. I didn't... Okay, interesting. Maybe. Well, the Magic was the first one, and then the Wonder was the second one, and then Dream was the third. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, those two were specifically mentioned, and uh, so that I mean, <laughs> that's just a nod to people who help create magic for Disney, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and and Asia, yeah, as culturally well. speaking, uh, totally. I just I love that it was a, a, an embrace of of that that element. Um, but the, he he says to Mando, "Please, we can't be seen talking to you." Um, and then a couple guards show up and said the magistrate wants to see you, Mando, and and uh, they whisk him to her little palace. Um. And on the way there, while they're standing kind of outside at the doors of this kind of palace. On the steps of the palace! <laughs> What's that from? You know what that's from. I actually don't. Really? Oh, it, it, oh it's, it's Into, into the, the Woods. woods. Okay. <laughs> sorry, everyone. Palace. I didn't get it in five lines. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. How disappointing. I need to get on my Sondheim. Frustrated. Musical theater jokes. <laughs> so uh as they're they're standing outside the, the the doors of kind of this walled off palace you see these people in cages electrified cages hanging so from dark. poles so like, dark oh i was like if there are any kids watching this current seat like that would have like spooked me out really, very really medieval scary. very really medieval scary. they're gonna kill us all <laughs> yeah it's... yeah oh my gosh yeah the Jeez. one guy is like please help us and yeah, and then the girl's like, she'll kill us all. Yeah. <laughs> medieval medieval oh torture gosh. cages, just kind of awful. Yeah, I was trying to figure out, too, like, it, it, the functionality of those cages, like, is it basically just forcing them to stand in one place, and if they, like, lean in one direction, they get shocked? Yep. Is that yes. kind of yeah, what it is? Yeah, exactly. it looks like they get electric. That's like hanging in the stocks yeah. at midday, sort of. Sure. Yes. Electric electric chair stocks. Right. Yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. The stocks, but electrified. That's pretty <laughs> cruel. It's pretty bad. So Mando is ushered into kind of the palace courtyard. Again, very serene, very... On the steps, the I'm going to do that anymore. Very affluent. Uh, and the magistrate approaches, and she says, I have a little problem. And I think you could be my solution. Uh, if you kill a Jedi that is is interfering in my affairs, I'll give you this here Beskar spear. It's, Ooh, a, um... it's this long spear made out of pure Beskar, and she hands it to Mando Pretty in dope. a very... No wasted movements with this woman. In a very ceremonial... Mm -hmm. Great importance is given to this because she knows it means something to yeah. Mandalorians and to this guy in general. And I love that he he takes the spear, and to test what it's made of, he he bangs it against his his kind of uh, best car his, armor. His best car armor, armor, and it yeah. get this great reverberating sound. Ting! 
so that, that that that's cool to see see yeah. another Beskar weapon and and knowing how rare it is in the galaxy, like this woman has connections. Uh, and he's like, my price is is high for the mm-hmm. thing you're asking me to do. And she's yeah. like, well, the spear is yours if if you if you take this Jedi out. She's like, yeah, you guys are already enemies anyways. You know, Mandalorians and Jedi's don't like right. each other, so you know, MPD, right? Yeah. So he he leaves, and we assume he has signed off on this task. Uh, he's got Baby Yoda in a little satchel. Yeah, which uh, I I have thoughts about too, because like I mean, yeah, he was sort of hiding most of the time, but then other times he was just like out in the open, and nobody seemed to care, which is very interesting. And nobody, like, yeah, nobody. We're we're at kind of at a point where nobody knows what that is and yeah. and, right. and lang is standing next to him and he's like what he's is that like, thing what is that like, thing? Yeah. i keep it around for good luck yeah right but says. It, it to me that 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 says that does say something about the faction of you know people that i don't know anyways we'll, we'll get to that later yeah well it, it still it illustrates that most of the galaxy wouldn't it's not, no, it's not wouldn't even on know their radar or wouldn't, at all. wouldn't care yeah. what that yeah. thing is. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gideon and a few select Imperials and some bounty hunters are kind of aware of, of this. But it was yeah. nice to mm-hmm. kind of step out of. Yeah, that felt good to not have yeah. be everything so interconnected for right. a moment. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. But he, but Mando's very careful. He doesn't reveal more than he has to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so cookie. So into the the woods we go. Into the woods. Uh. <laughs> this episode just is into the woods. Yeah, it is. Into the woods. <laughs> it's like Tourette's. Sondheim Tourette's. Um, the magistrate is the witch, I guess, because she's. <laughs> right. just every, Go every to the sit- wood and bring me back. One. You're not nice. Or you're, you're not good. You're just nice. You're not nice. You're not good. You're not kind. You're just nice. Kill the Jedi. The lightsaber as white as milk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. The child as green as grass. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Woo! Tangent. uh, Whoops. I learned that. I sing a call the song a destiny. <laughs> this is your destiny. Um, so into the forest, into the, into the <laughs> yeah, forest he goes. The forest, sure, sure, sure. sure. So I don't have to fine. sing that over and over again. Fine, fine, fine. Into the very eerie, scorched branches. Very spooky. Yeah. Again, credit to the sound design. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very. Very haunted forest, forbidden forest, mm. Harry Potter, if you'd like, Fangorn Forest, Lord of the Rings, if you like, Wizard of Oz, Wizard of Oz, if you like, sure, why not? Um, Big Bear, if you like, <laughs> if you want to, <laughs> um, and you hear this is where I kind of geeked out. Oh, yeah, I geeked out big time. You hear. What sounds like a it's a bird call, a very distinct one. If you yes. if you've watched the animated series, it sounded a lot like Morai. It's definitely Morai, one hundred percent Morai. Yes. Well, 
so the, then we get a shot of an owl up in right. a tree, and I thought that was more. I I don't. Yeah, think me it too. Is. You don't think it I is? I, don't, I, I paused and either. zoomed in on it. It looks like an owl. Uh, well, I mean, like if it if anything, it's like I mean, it has to be. I mean, Dave it's Filoni a call to it. Absolutely, it, winking. yeah, for it's sure. A, it's a wink and a nod. Now it could be. It, Are it you could sure? be more? I what? Are you sure it's not? Because I mean, like I mean, I mean, Mariah, I, I paused. Soka had been. I, I got I on paused, my computer and looked I like and looked as close really as close. I could too. Now, well, maybe, you guys actually watched it on like real TVs. So I was correct. watching it on my iPhone. So. And this morning I went back because I I was certain it was, and yeah. it could, it could be that it is just a super realistic depiction of of Morai, and maybe yeah. the animated one is more fantastical, uh, more fantastical. But I I I think we would. I don't think there would be a doubt just mm. looking at it. Sure. That being said, as you said, Daniel, it is it is definitely a wink and a nod. Yeah. And, and and also like you know Mariah is like heavily connected to Ahsoka in yes. the and in and the and cartoons. and the bird call was absolutely Morai so yeah 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 we've also seen some loft cats as well which yes. is like in this episode which is yes. very much a call to the cartoons so it's it's yeah yeah far away I wish we could have gotten a little bit closer to them yeah but... they're so cute um so Mando's looking around he gets jumped. By Ahsoka, she pulls out her white lightsabers, smashes them against him. Lightsabers can't do shit to uh, Beskar. Beskar. Yeah, so yeah. we're getting some uh, some world building right here, which we're is really some, cool. Some world building, and she's kind of taken aback a little bit. She's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, what the okay. hell?" So they get in this very short but very awesome tussle. We'll call it and a tussle. Uh, mm-hmm. She comes at him with the sabers. He pulls out the flamethrower. Tries Come to at me, bro. Tries to get her away, and he then uses his like wrist, <clears throat> his wrist cord rope, and it wraps around her. And she Ooh. looks up at the tree above her. This was another great Ahsoka moment where she looks up at the tree above her and and smiles, and then yes, jumps over the tree. I have pull, an idea. Kind of pulls, you know, pulls the rope over the other side of the tree, and it pulls Mando off the ground, and she's able to cut Hooray! herself free. And uh, finally, he says, "No, wait, 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 wait. Ahsoka Tano. Uh, I've been looking. Me. I've been, yeah. Bo-Katan sent, Bo-Katan me. sent me. I've been looking for you." She considers this for a moment, uh, and then we. Uh, and then she kills him. And then she kills him. <laughs> the end. And uh, that's it. <laughs> uh, but she, Ahsoka, Ahsoka notices the child in his satchel, and she says, "I hope it's about." I hope you want to talk about whatever him. that, you know, yeah. him. I hope it's about him. And right off the bat, she, her her force sensitivity points her in the direction of this child. Mm-hmm. So we then cut uh, to Ahsoka and sitting across from the child. Uh, oh, my God. Just kind like... of little camp campfire, well, camp lantern mm-hmm. situation. This entire episode was like just exquisitely shot but like this moment in particular like you could tell that he just he gave so much weight to it and and like and every frame is something you could put up on your wall just oh yeah it was gorgeous gorgeous. or or and again uh going back to to japanese film like i've i oh yeah same yeah for sure i took an elective class in 
yeah, college uh, Japanese film because because of Star Wars and because really that's so cute. In the course syllabus he mentioned Star Wars. <laughs> oh like, my god, I love. Like, that. I've, I've got extra. I've got extra room, senior year. Let's do this. But yeah, they're like sitting and, down and meditating, and you can see like the moon in the background. Oh my god! And it it reminded me of a, of a scene from uh, I think it was. It was a Kurosawa. I think it was Rashomon. Just, just the the campfire. I I don't know how to describe it. Something as simple as, as just how how it was shot. Um, and she, you get the sense they're communicating. He's kind of yes. making a different kind of cooing noise, where it's almost mm-hmm. like a a gurgle or a <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know how to explain it, but it's not a sound we've heard from him a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And and she's she's kind of smiling and nodding her head and as if they're sharing thoughts or mm-hmm. she's reading his thoughts and, and now deep thoughts um and then she kind of looks over at mando and she 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 picks him up and takes the lantern and walks over to mando and they sit that's down probably and, the most beautiful shot like yes yeah, so she's and, kind of slowly oh moving towards yeah so beautiful moving towards him with the the lamp um and she sits down, and Mando asks, "You know, were you communicating with him? Or do you understand him?" She says, "In a way." Uh, and she said, "Well, this is where we get a name drop." <laughs> Just so casual. we need to take a we need to take a moment of ceremony. Yes. Baby Yoda oh. is dead. Long live Grogu. Grogu. Long live Grogu. Grogu. Oh my god! And every time they say his name, Grogu is just like. Eh? <laughs> yeah, so cute. That and I love it. Like he he's known much. his name the whole time because of yeah, course because yeah. it's his oh, name. Yeah, that's my name. But uh, she said yeah, that I was able to communicate with Grogu and and Mando says his name and he looks up and goes what? <laughs> like, oh my god, cute. cute. So cute. Every time somebody says his name now, we're gonna get cute. And we get a heck of a lot of oh information. Gosh, about so much info about what what's going on with very with Grogu and what I she did learned. I think we were gonna get it that fast, and that no. was very yeah. That was that was yeah. like a a nice cold glass of water. And <laughs> and what we we learn about what she learned about him just from kind of probing his mind a little bit. So we come to learn that Grogu was raised and trained at the Jedi Temple on Coruscant mm-hmm. prior to the Clone Wars and then and then during the Clone Wars. So basically at the exact same time as Ahsoka and um and uh yeah, like they would have probably joined around the same time. Yeah, yes. Cuz they're, they're I think yeah. they're like aged probably only like a few years apart like Yeah, because before. the child is 50 something years old and that's about what Ahsoka Yeah, Ahsoka's like right. late late 40s now. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, they would have been very close in age. Uh she reveals he had several masters. He's been trained by several people. Mhm. Mm-hmm. At, at is... such a at such a seemingly young age, but again, he's 50 something years old. But they they start them very very young. It brings up some interesting questions because it's like, why, why several? Like, is it because like you like like one Jedi Master failed and then decide like, yeah, or, is, or it... is like, you know what? I can't teach this kid. You do it. Or, or maybe like he got special treatment because he's like so special that he, you know, needed the help of more than one or something. Yeah, I wonder if there's a a, a bit of difficulty in training him, mm-hmm. um, and what that reason is. We don't we don't know. 
But we learn that once the temple was attacked, he was hidden by somebody. Yeah. And and then taken from the temple. And then she says the rest of his thoughts are dark and yeah. are oh. of lonely, you know, of loneliness and yeah. so sad. That Just that being trapped in his little pod. That that yeah, that that kind of struck me. That was very because that's a long time because i guess he was he would have been like a what like 20 or 22 or three or something when he was taken away yeah yeah i think so is that right yeah but but i i mean a, a toddler i mean he's he's mm-hmm. right regardless of his numerical age i mean he's this, this little baby and An infant more or less yeah uh survived i saw some terrible things and then was kind of alone yeah um, and could you imagine, I, I, it just, it, it makes me go back to the original episode of the show and just like where, like who he was being kept by and yeah. like, who are, who are those people? Yeah. You know? He was not in a good situation when no. he was found. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she mentions, I've only seen one other being like him. Yeah. I've only and known I, other, one other being. A, a Jedi master named Yoda. And then we get a quiet rendition of Yoda's theme. Oh, that one kills <laughs> me. Body oh my kills. gosh. Yeah. It doesn't oh. matter how many times you hear it. Such a, such nerds. Such nerds. Such nerds. Oh, to gosh. Although I will goose- say. I'm literally getting goosebumps right now. Yeah. Just thinking about it. I was going to say though, you know, she said, I only knew one. And then like, you just know that Yaddle is somewhere. Yeah, y- what y- the Yes, I was about to say that. Stole the word. Who's there too? How could you? And and the child would have been very young at the time Yaddle was on the council, and it's very it's very possible Ahsoka never encountered Yaddle. But yeah, shout out to Yaddle from Phantom Menace. Hey girl, uh, we always got to shout her out, you know. I hope I hope you know, I hope the purge didn't do her too bad, but oh, probably did. Probably, um, yeah. She Eventually. she she is very dead. That being said, there's still, I mean, because we don't, we don't really know how, like, the Yoda species procreates, you know, so there's a plausibility that, that Yaddle. Are we going to spend 10 minutes on Yoda and Yaddles? Let's do it. We're not. Sexual chemistry. We're going to cut, we're going to cut this off the We're going to head this off the And Yaddle porn. It's going to be great. Don't, don't ruin this. (laughs) Don't ruin Yoda for me. It's all I have left. (laughs) Brown chicken, uh, brown cow. But she she asks, uh, so we get all of that information. We get the awesome call back to Yoda. And then she asks him, mm. have you seen him uh, kind of manifest his his abilities? And he says, oh, you mean his powers? Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen him. No, his force abilities. I've, I've seen him do things. And she's like, well, no, those, they're, they're not really powers. It's the force. Mm-hmm. And she gives us the traditional the Star speech. Wars explanation yeah. yep. that we've received from Obi Wan and Yoda, and and Luke about how the Force uh, surrounds us. Surrounds the us. That surrounded us. Yeah. It's from all living things. But uh, going back to Daniel's point, if this was if the Mandalorian is your introduction to Star Wars, they just gave you another kind of new, opening. The new, yeah, another the new door is opened there's for you door. to kind of understand it which is that gives me goosebumps this whole very episode smart. gave me goosebumps yeah it's very cool um uh she then says just let him sleep tomorrow i'll, I'll test him we'll see what's up we'll do a little diagnostic 
see where he's at. <laughs> Taking a vest by Geek Squad. And so the next morning, uh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I wonder if he has a warranty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this Jedi's defective. So uh, the next morning, uh, she carries him to to uh, kind of this grassy area, which is decidedly nicer than all of the surrounding areas. Uh, I think a nice bit of imagery that there is life mm-hmm. growing in the, in this spot she has chosen. Uh, and she sets him down, and uh, in order to test him, uh, she... Well, what does she have in her hand again? She has a. Uh, she a picks rock. up a rock. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Right. She, she uses the force to send the rock says, send over it, to Grogu. Send it to Grogu, and uh, she asks she asks Grogu to send it back. And you can sense his apprehension, and he he kind of looks over at Mando, and Mando gives him a nod, like, mm-hmm. like it's okay, do it, do it, go for it. And then, like any any baby, you know, mm-hmm. just drops it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, any baby de- or any Alyssa learning how to water ski when she was when she was like eight. <laughs> water skiing made just, me so huffy. I don't <laughs> want to. He just drops it. Yeah, but you can you can you can tell it's something's agitated him. Like he's mm-hmm. he's kind of you know annoyed by it, and and Mando kind of lets out a sigh. Because he's he's rooting. It's really it's really sweet. He's he's a dad yeah. rooting for his kid and totally wants him to succeed here. And well. kind of an element of embarrassment too that he's not doing the the the, the magic hand thing in front of the actual Jedi here. Yeah. So um, she then says, "Well, let's try something else." He's clearly attached to you. You come over here. She's talking. Well, to she Mando. says before before she has Mando. Um do that she says i sense i sense much fear in him fear uh-huh yes yes and she says uh he has he's been hiding his, his... he's hidden his powers uh, his he's hidden survive. his abilities in order right. to survive right which really struck me yeah i was like ooh, that's well, and that, that, the, the kid is making a conscious long. choice to do that yeah mm-hmm. uh, it just again speaks to his emotional intelligence and his uh, he's he's a lot more aware of things than we ever gave him credit for. Mm-hmm. And just thinking about like, and it just makes it that much more special too. That like he's conscious of hiding this power, and and knowing like what danger it could put him in potentially. Yes. And the first, you know, assumedly the first time that he's used it in what almost thirty years um, is helping the Mandalorian yeah, out. against the Mudhorn, yeah. Yeah, like, kind of very, very beautiful. Like, it's not just, like, like oh, a random moment that he's just showing you what he can do, but, like, it's right. a very, very, like, specific choice that he's made, which right. is very cool. And you can see how exhausting it is for him. Mm-hmm. Totally. Especially mm-hmm. in season one, every time he exerted himself to he save Mando, he falls out. asleep. I mean, Gotta he, take a nap. He passes out. <laughs> um, I took a nap. So, it, so yeah, it, she she, it she was says a very like good nap. he's clearly attached to you. Why don't why don't you why don't give you it a come try? over here and and uh, he gets him to uh, try and or rather Red he, Rover, he, Red he, Rover he, he pulls out the uh, the little knob from the Death Star knob the Death, the Death Star, Star plan knob. <laughs> uh, he pulls out the knob from the ship that that Grogu uh, enjoys playing with, and he holds it out and says, "You want it? Take it." 
and and Grogu takes Grogu takes the bait and and uses the force to pull it from him. Um, and Mando gets so excited. It's like, great, uh, great job, kid. Yeah, great he job. did it. He yeah, did it. that's my boy. <laughs> like playing catch in the front yard. He's uh, there. I, I really do love how they're they're leaning into the 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 father son relationship that they've got going on. And it, it's 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 a first for Star Wars, really. I mean, that I can think of, because really, like you know, in most Star Wars, we deal with kids who have very uh you know estranged parents or absent or awful parents right Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh and their their whole like sense of you know relationship is with their 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 mentor you know and it's um well and that's sorry uh, that's a great segue to uh what ahsoka says next is that i'm not training him i'm not doing it because he's he's too attached to you and that is a problem and then she explains why, and she says, "I've I've seen what such feelings can do to a, a fully trained Jedi Knight, mm-hmm. even the best of us." Yeah, who oh. is she talking oh, about? Oh my man. god! Our first reference. Well, the, the answer is she's talking to she's... Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. or about Anakin Skywalker, who was what... her, who was her master. Right. If you haven't, um, yeah, watched cartoons. Uh, and and the last time she ever saw him was as Darth Vader. <laughs> and and uh, again, a great entry point into Star Wars. If if this is your first foray into it, um, what, what, that's exactly her what, her, what? her her last uh, her last vision of him was was the episode that we did, right? Yes. Yeah. Twilight yeah. of the Apprentice. That was mm-hmm. it. That's the last time they saw each other. Um. And it, again, this is a great entry into Star Wars because this is exactly. As she described, this is exactly what happened to Anakin. The love for another person drove mm-hmm. him to the dark side. Right. Mm-hmm. Desperation. So, um, and Jedi, Jedi are not meant to have really emotional attachment to to anything or no, anyone. No, in the first it, place. It, it's certainly not in that way. Their, their, their love mm-hmm. is supposed to be a benevolent kind. A right. All, you know, all encompassing. Mm-hmm. Right, but it's, empathetic, it's... but not for, not for an individual. But I love like how the you know the film sort of um, what am I trying to say? They they're exploring the idea that even that is not necessarily a perfect ideal because you know it doesn't really always end well. <laughs> you know, even I because I, I think that re- regardless of of how you you know you say that this is the way that this is the Jedi code, this is what we're gonna do. Like I think that like humans are not even just humans just beings in general are meant to you know love and be loved and yeah especially especially in in recent years they've they've i think it kind of started with last jedi where luke Mm -hmm. kind of paints the jedi in a very different light and sheds sheds light on their failures and yeah right i I do think it's interesting ahsoka having obi-wan too which is i mean i'm I'm not going to spoil anything but would you guys need to watch oh yes yes speaking of romantic behavior that goes awry yeah yeah um but but you see it with 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 luke and then i i I find it interesting that ahsoka even having left the jedi order and having a very a very tenuous and kind of fickle relationship with them in the years after that she's kind of sticking to Jedi dogma here. And like, I, I, 
I've seen where this goes and like like Mace Windu before her and mm-hmm. and and really the Jedi Council when when Anakin was first kind of offered up to him and said he's too old. Right. And I sense much fear in him and um, so again she's she's kind of citing past experience here and uh this is where where Mando says I was sent here to kill you. I didn't agree mm-hmm. to anything but Look, I'll help you with your problem, you. whatever you're looking for, <laughs> if you train this kid. And uh, she considers it. and So basically, you know, bribing her to, to get him into school. Right. Yep. Just, yeah, like, that's uh, right. just like they do in real life. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Get him, get him uh, choice get him admission to, I, to, uh, to the Ivy school League of school. his choice. <laughs> Mando is really no different than Felicity Hoffman. Exactly right. That is where I was going. I'm glad you picked up on that. Thank you. <laughs> My God. It's all, it's all very clear now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Desperate uh, Mandalorians. Sorry. That's right. <laughs> hey, they care about education. Um, this is where Ahsoka kind of explains her whole deal uh, about this town on Corvus and the magistrate, we finally get a name for her. Her name's Morgan Elsbeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, we learned that her people were massacred during the Clone Wars, and that to seek vengeance—I don't know against who—but to seek vengeance, uh, she began industrializing and, and helping the Empire build its Starfleet. And uh, she's so, still doing it. And she's still doing still it. So we get. It. So we kind of learn that she's a big industrialist. Uh, wields a, a a good deal of influence uh, and is has been desolating planets for their resources. But she's working for a very specific and special imperial indeed officer, um, which we'll talk about soon. <laughs> so, uh, with that backstory in mind, with that information in mind, uh, Ahsoka shows up at the walls of the town yet again. This time she jumps atop of it. We get another great sequence of her sequence. cutting cutting down uh, guardsmen. Oh, and using the force in really dope ways. Yes, yes. Hitting the a guy combination in the head. that they did of actual fight sequences and CGI in that Ugh. in this whole entire section was really incredible. It oh, really was. You know what? I'm glad you brought this up because it, like super based in realism, even though like you know people can't obviously do it. But like, but it's she making it look like you could potentially, you know, yep. like not not speeding up. The, yeah, this is this is kind of a pet peeve of mine is like in fight scenes where like they'll purposefully speed it up to make it look like they're fighting, and you can tell, you can tell, like mm-hmm. um the yeah, it's just like a point yeah. one fraction or whatever the way that they speed it up yeah Yeah, just to make it look like the choreography is like really fast and these wow they're they're almost superhuman like the way that they can move but this is it was all very much like real speed um and if it wasn't i mean wow kudos to them for making it look that way but um uh yeah Yeah, it just felt very real agreed and uh i do think it's a credit to star wars over the years because i Phantom Menace, well, really, this is a bit of a tangent, but Phantom Menace, Ray Park, and and 
you and McGregor were at full speed, and that was yep. crazy <laughs> speed. And then oh, Anna, and there and was then, there was people that thought that that, that it wasn't, and they yes, they're like, no, like, no, 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 uh-huh. no. Ray because Park was, is just were... an animal. Yeah, right, right. And then no, and then uh, Hayden and and Ewan in Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Uh, and and they're stunt doubles as well. But uh, feel, didn't they almost consider slowing it down just because they thought that people would think it was real? Yes, and they practiced those yeah. combinations for months. And, yeah. Uh, this was but a taste of Ahsoka, and mm-hmm. and 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 as such you said, kind of doing all of this really cool stuff in such a confined area looked very real, very visceral, mm-hmm. um, and yet she still kind of maintained some of her elegance as a fighter, and um, uh, a great those great shot. Lightsabers of look so oh, in lightsabers awesome. look IRL. So wow. Good. wow, wow, wow! They translated really well, and she has a great. It's a great shot of her cutting through a guy and then splitting the bell in half. Mm-hmm. So and great. And falls to the, the, the town floor. And the magistrate and all her people are outside of her little palace. And you get the shot of Ahsoka, long shot of Ahsoka at the, the, at the end, end of, of the, the street. street. Yeah. Which uh, we've seen several shots of Ahsoka in the animated series where she's framed in this specific way. And mm-hmm. Again, just full body goosebumps. Like. There she is, in all her glory. Uh, so she uh, she walks up to the magistrate, uh, armed guards, the HK Slaps droids. her on the face and says, no, that's a no. bad magistrate. No. <laughs> uh, she springs into action. All the guards kind of chase after her. Uh, she's oh, yeah, hurtling over roofs. This was very... Uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. The, the use Before of Before she starts and... doing that, though, she throws one of Mando's. Oh, uh, that's right. Shoulder... Thank you. Right. Yeah, um, one of his yeah, shoulder plates. Pauldron. Shoulder pads. <laughs> one of his shoulder pads. Just pulled it out of his blazer. Uh, to 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 <laughs> indicate really that eighties fashion. Right. To indicate that she uh, she killed. Yeah, she was like your your Mandalorian failed or something yeah. like that. She's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the, the, the like, action, killer. Yeah. The action begins. Very, very crouching tiger, hidden dragon. Uh, she goes yeah, over the a roof. They chase after mm-hmm. her. Even watching the the uh, the MK droid, or whatever, getting on the roof felt more. Oh, the jump! Real. The jump was yes. yeah, was awesome. So, so scary so cool. looking. Too. They look they look so heavy footed, and the fact they're able uh-huh. to kind of do that is. It reminded me of those fucking creepy um, robots. Human that, robots. Like, you know what I'm talking about? The ones that like yeah. they, they've been showing like picking oh, up yes. boxes and yes. jumping and doing flips and stuff. It, yeah. It's it's very reminiscent. Just of that. very very awkward movements, but uh-huh. but, but terrifying. Realistic, realistic <laughs> enough that it makes you feel really weird in your yeah, stomach. Like, yeah. I, I don't That's like this. Right. Yeah, like, uh-huh. like the like the Amazon Just close dogs. enough, close yes, enough exactly. to human human movement <laughs> where you're like. We've all seen this uh, movie. We know how this goes. Stop now. <laughs> Don't build those things. Um, but then uh, Mando jetpacks in. Mm-hmm. Uh, start start shooting. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, and we we get another great shot of Wing T Chow, who kind of comes out of the the shadows, and they they share a really nice nod, and they start freeing everybody in the cages outside of the palace. Meanwhile, the troops are hunting Ahsoka, and she's dispatching them. Get a shot. At at some point, it all happened kind of rather quickly, but you see a Lothcat in the streets 
uh, in one of these alleys, which was really great. Um, and then Ahsoka ends up on the wall behind Mando, and she she jumps in to deal with the magistrate. Meanwhile, Mando is uh, facing off with Lang, who's the only one left on the street. So and now like we're in traditional like cowboy. Yeah, this was the, the kind of the western. Standoff. Yeah. Yep. Oh wow, wow. Which yeah, which... he's still he's still holding his big like machine gun. It's and Mando, Mando is just like his hand is just floating. Right, over Mando's kind of got the, the the wiggly fingers shot from every <laughs> western you've ever seen over his yes. holster, which is a a a, a great uh, a great image, kind of with the backdrop of all the Japanese imagery uh so uh ahsoka confronts meanwhile, the magistrate in the garden meanwhile <laughs> in the garden in the Zen it garden. is kind of cool though that you're literally getting a side-by-side comparison of like mandalorian style and jedi style you're getting yes. like mm-hmm. the cool like you know space sort of... western space yes. samurai there you go exactly uh-huh yeah. And now that I know that the magistrate is a stunt coordinator and choreographer like it just makes so much more sense to me because all of her all of her movement in that entire fight sequence with Ahsoka had so much intention. Yeah. And yes. attention no, to no every detail. Yeah. There was no no single movement that wasn't there for a reason. Yep. Which yep, is yep. so beautiful to watch. And we don't get that a lot in Star Wars. It's like a no. And and the way the way they approach each other and how it's framed with the, the bo- uh, you know underneath the bonsai mm-hmm. trees and then you start seeing petals kind of mm-hmm. kind of well yeah and just the way him. the way she like picked up the beskar spear like and then like yeah to the ground yeah. and then like it Very just was ceremonial. so it was so beautiful and we in the cartoons and now in live action ahsoka we get we get her especially in her older years we get her sort of her grounded spiritual sense. Yes. There's a reverence so, for. Yeah, so it was super, super cool to see the two of them yes. in this fight. Uh, and and the build up to it is it, it it reminded me, and this is a spoiler for Rebels, but it reminded me of less ceremonial, but it reminded me of when uh, Obi Wan and Maul are on Tatooine, and you oh, have sure. the, yep. a a good minute of them. Just maybe 30 seconds to other. a minute of them staring at each other, lightsabers ignited, tension, uh, and just kind of waiting for somebody to make the first move. The move, yeah. It's high noon. And it's when Ahsoka, we kind of learn, okay, Ahsoka's looking for a person. She had, She's like, tell me yes. where your master is. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. I don't know why I thought the word master was interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like what she's... What well, she because that insinuates do. that that she the magistrate was trained, mm-hmm. right? But you know what I mean. But right. I mean, right. it's so it's kind of the it's 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 what it's the terminology that the Jedi and the Sith use, really. Right. Know? So it immediately it, it kind of led me in a direction they don't end up going. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. I was like, yeah, I was Master. like, what's that? What's that? What's what that? that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they begin they get they begin fighting and. It's as you said, Alyssa. It's a, a beautifully choreographed, very intentional fight. And what was interesting about it was, it kind of felt like Ahsoka was holding back, mm. 
like you, you knew what her her intention was. Like I'm not trying to kill this person. Right. right. Yeah. Yep. She's mm-hmm. she's she's fighting with her, but she she has information that she needs, and so right. she doesn't want to kill her. And, there, and there's her. and and there's almost an, a, a level of respect between the two of them, sure. kind of trading blows. Mm-hmm. And this is almost they're almost like fencing partners. They're mm-hmm. not. I mean, they're absolutely enemies. But uh, it it was a much more polished, a much more artful version of of obi-wan and vader and a new hope yeah yes. oh sure yeah, where it's yeah. very it's not as it's it's not frenetic it's not as frenetic as Mm-mm. as we're used to seeing ahsoka um although you do you do get some great kind of maneuvers she she has a flip and uh just no wasted movements do we know yeah. who who coordinated and choreographed this um this episode i, I need to look we... that up we should, yeah. we should yeah, maybe she should I, i'm sure she must have i mean she was a part some, of something but yeah she must have put in her two cents i'm, I'm not like, sure i, I need this? to we need to know we need to credit we do yes. need to credit that That's um yeah it was gorgeous it was so it almost felt like um like an opera yes if that makes yeah. sense yeah. if mm-hmm. that makes sense to you like absolutely opera i mean you could you could even uh go down the route of kabuki uh, oh yeah yeah just very stylized very intentional i keep using that word but uh, no but it, that, that's the it, word that struck me it's very intentional yes yeah. uh just a well-crafted it's not and it's not a fighting for fighting's sake which no. we, you know it's fun no. <laughs> but like this is this means more than that right so and meanwhile outside the the western standoff is still taking place still, and still going uh, uh, and Lang, Lang is kind of trying to appeal to Mando here because I think mm-hmm. he knows he's a bit outmatched, uh, and and we kind of get a, an idea. Uh, you know, we don't know how important Lang is, but we, we do get a great, a great bit of uh, sense of kind of his worldview. And he's like, there are causes worth dying for, and there are causes that aren't. And this mm-hmm. doesn't look like I. This something either fun. of us need to die for yeah um just um to butt in really quick because i was just googling um uh ryan watson is the stunt uh what is the stunt coordinator ryan watson yes ryan watson. The i don't know if he actually um choreographed it but i think that's what really the stunt coordinator. i'm sure do. she had some input in, oh yeah. absolutely in their but, particular yeah, that's okay ryan well done ryan watson well done, Ryan Watson. Um, so cut back to uh, Magistrate and Ahsoka. Magistrate kind of gets the upper hand a little bit, knocks one of Ahsoka's sabers away, and and this is when I got goosebumps. Is uh, one of Ahsoka's lightsabers is shorter than the other? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's always been the case, but uh, she has her shorter one, and she takes it reverse grip. Yes. yes. Totally just so customary way. of Ahsoka and and attacks the magistrate and easily dispatches her and, and mm-hmm. puts the blade up against her neck. And we get a big old name drop. Says, where is your master? Where, where is Grand is Admiral, Thrawn? Admiral Thrawn? And I was like, where's what? the big blue boy? Where's the blue boy? So, so many things to unpack know. here. Um, 
Grand Admiral Thrawn is uh, the the great um, antagonist of the Rebels series. The the mm-hmm. the Chiss blue screen uh, blue skinned uh, evil Sherlock Holmes of the Empire. Absolutely, pure, great pure way to evil. put it. Yeah, yeah, just um, like so cold and cunning. Um, one of the best, really, yeah. really one of the best of of all of Star Wars. He's and he's been. Uh, we won't spend too much time on Thrawn here because I think he deserves more yeah. expo- exploration. Yeah. But uh, for sure, uh, came to fame in the expanded universe in the years after in Return the of the Jedi came out. Uh, Timothy Zahn wrote. Yeah, a I'm Thrawn currently. Re- I'm currently reading the first book. Ah. Uh, so, so this author Timothy Zahn wrote an original trilogy of Thrawn books, but with the new canon, he's he's writing new Thrawn books, which uh, are are a real treat. They read like evil Sherlock Holmes novel. The guy is so Fun. intelligent. Uh, we're gonna spoil Rebels for you, so turn away now. Um, <laughs> the reason it's interesting Thrawn is mentioned is because when we last we saw him. He and Ezra Bridger were aboard his Star Destroyer as it was being attacked by Purgle, which are these big space whales. Yes. Capable of hyperspace flight. Sounds ridiculous, <laughs> but it's really and, cool. and it is. And it's it is. Cool. It is absolutely yeah. ridiculous in the coolest way, Pot. You just have to watch. Yeah, you have so to I'm see sorry. it. Uh, and they had kind of tangled the Star Destroyer up in their tentacles and zoomed off into hyperspace, and that was the last we saw of... Ezra and Thrawn. Yeah. And this no was bodies th- this no was death. before a new hope, so this is a while ago. Um and Dave Filoni has since said uh they're both making out there. they're both alive. And we learn at the end of Rebels that Ahsoka uh takes Sabine Wren uh to go looking for Ezra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so where's Sabine? So we don't we there's just so many unanswered questions, but that's where we kind of left Thrawn. So flash forward to where we are now, five years mm-hmm. after Return of the Jedi, Ahsoka uh, is very much looking for Ezra. Right. Mm-hmm. This this journey has continued uh, for the last five years. Right. Uh, it's interesting It's a different that... version of that musical. <laughs> very <laughs> it's, different it's... version. <laughs> it's interesting that she Thrawn starts at the at the very end and <laughs> and Ahsoka starts at the beginning. Right. Right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sorry everyone about the 700 musical theater references today. Yeah. We're kind this of missing our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you sign up for. Jason so. Robert Brown does the Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> I'll watch it. Hey. I'll watch, the show, I'll watch it. <laughs> I'll have feelings about it, but I'll watch it. Um, but anyway, I think it's it's interesting uh, that she she approaches the magistrate with the question, "Where is he?" Assuming she has an answer. Sure. So yeah. has he resurfaced somewhere? Maybe. Does she have well, an idea of? I mean, how, she's how active. Would, she's actively working for him now you know? right but but how would she know where he went he yeah. he was his ship was commandeered by giant whales and they went off to god knows where <laughs> yeah that that the end of that whatever that was will be very interesting so to see has it. he surfaced does she uh, 
does my she... guess is he is back but well, that means Ezra has to be back. Did they find Ezra? Or yeah. did what happened sure. between Ezra and Thrawn? Yeah. Well, good news, gang. We're getting a Rebels sequel series, which yeah. this was absolutely. I'll, I'll say this. I don't think Thrawn shows up in at least this season of Mandalorian. I think yeah, this, was, this was purely this was for, for the Rebels. We're going to get some answers. And, and Also, this makes me feel like the Rebels sequel very much could be like IRL as opposed to a cartoon. Well, I th- I think the the Rebels sequel itself is cartoon. I think I don't know if it was officially confirmed, but I think it it is. That being I said, I want to say I read an article that said that that was confirmed, but okay. but okay. but that being said, you're not wrong, Daniel, and that Ahsoka is getting a live action series. Yes. Yeah. Which I suspect will take up the live action branch of of yeah. of whatever was going that, on there yeah yeah, yeah no doubt. there's just no doubt. there's so much to unpack there it's a uh, lot just yeah, just with that name drop it's like mm-hmm. where what how where are we going where where are we going now <laughs> and seemingly like you know um whatever whatever Admiral Thrawn is up to really has nothing to do with uh with Moff maybe I mean, we yeah, don't I would know say, that, yeah, but I yeah. mean, it's, it's no, I, it's... I, 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 I buy that. Yeah. Uh, how did how does Thrawn factor into all the First Order stuff? That totally. does he because well, this became a Thrawn show, but it's, it's yeah, it's well, kind of important because yeah, it's really important from the beginning when we first meet Thrawn, and I, I know I'm spoiling stuff for people from his books and whatnot. <laughs> uh, he's he's from a a. An empire in the unknown regions called the Chiss Ascendancy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, they live beyond our known galaxy, but he he approaches the empire as kind of a means to an end. He's like, they can do something for me, so I'm gonna help them. Yeah. But his number one motivation has always been about his people and getting sure. back to his people and and using the empire as a way to to help them against whatever threats lay out there beyond the galaxy. So when when next we see Thrawn, it might not really be a an empire type situation at all. His motivations could be very different. True, it could be all chiss based. You know, yeah. it'll be very that would interesting. Be really interesting. So we'll see. Um, yeah. So uh, we then cut to Thrilling the town implications. Yes. Oh my God, there's so much to to unpack. Um. So we cut to the town celebrating. The sun is out. The sun oh, Mando, Mando um, takes down Lang in a really cool way. We forgot about oh, that yes, I'm little sorry. finish up. Forgot to cut back. To yeah. That. So oh, yeah, Lang yeah, is yeah. like Lang is like slowly putting his big gun down. He's like, and I was like, he has other I'm not, guns. I'm not gonna hurt you. We I'm know what's about you. to happen. He puts He's... it down and then he immediately tries to grab his like other blaster on the side. And Mando is and he's dead him, before he so. can look up. Yeah. I mean, so he's... he's gone. The rest of the townspeople start coming out. They're celebrating. Um, there we go. And we see our friend Wing T. Chow, Disney Imagineer, uh, is is seemingly deemed the new magistrate. They put mm-hmm. special garb over him, uh, which is good because I think they're in safe hands with Disney Imagineering. Yes. <laughs> they're going to have some really great rides. And Your townspeople are really going to enjoy Epcot when he puts <laughs> <it in. laughs> It's going to be great. And the cruise ship. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Uh, and, and standing at the gate are 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 Mando and 
Ahsoka, and Ahsoka offers him the spear, and he says, oh, I can't take that. I didn't earn it. She said, no. I didn't finish the job. I didn't finish the job, and she's like, no, but it belongs with the Mandalorian. It belongs with the Mandalorian. So now, Mandal- so, uh, now our Mandalorian has a Beskar spear. Which is so cool. Like, you just keep on so thinking cool. that he's like, oh, yeah, he's already, like, you know, completely... He's he, he's been already loaded up, and he's got all of the things that a Mandalorian could possibly have. But he keeps on getting all these cool like bells and whistles. It's really yes. neat. and 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 that's absolutely coming in handy when he faces off against Gideon and the Dark Saber. I mean, oh yeah, everyone's yeah. gonna face off with Gideon and the Dark Saber. It's gonna be stupid awesome. Oh <laughs> my god, yeah. That's uh, then Mando just says, "Dope." Uh, I'm gonna go back to the ship to get the kid. I'll be right back. Uh, and this is this was kind of a oh, so sad, a yeah, very sad were... moment. He walks back into the ship, and 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 Grogu's asleep, and and Mando says, "It's time to say goodbye, kid." Like, wake up, buddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. It's like I was like that kid. Oh, I, I, no. I didn't even really let myself go there because I was like. That's not happening. It's like, no, so. we're not, we're not yeah. doing it. Like, we, Sorry, I'm we're not, not going to emotionally let myself be in this scene because I know that that's not going to happen. No, but it's, it's just like, so sweet to see, like, this literal father figure come out yeah, of, like, he, the most he, unlikely He loves person. this kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So he's just standing there with him, and then uh, Ahsoka appears at the... Right. And she says, again, I'm not going to... I i can't I'm not train doing him. it. And he's like, what the fuck, woman? I, I, <laughs> I did everything I asked. you. Did everything you asked. That's uh... a big thing. <laughs> She's like, well, there is one possibility. Now we got this some big whole, old implications. This, this whole piece of information, full body chills. She's the like, entire time. take him to the planet Tython. There you will find. Which rhymes with Python. Rhymes with Python. It's the home of Pythons. <laughs> uh, take him Python to Tython. Python. There is the ruins of an old temple there. Place him at in a seeing stone atop this temple, and on top of the mountain. If he reaches out with the force, he will have chosen his own path. Mm-hmm. And and in doing so, if he if he uses the force to reach out, it is possible one of the few remaining Jedi will reach out to him. Will come and, and come looking for him. Come looking for so him. So who the hell will that? Or be? what is he gonna do? I mean, uh, well, maybe, yeah, go- reach out? maybe Grogu won't reach out. We don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. So, so just several things here. So, Tython, uh, in the old expanded universe, old canon, was essentially the home world of the Jedi. Right, it's where the first Jedi built a temple. Uh, and it kind of serves the same pur- purpose in the new canon. It's one of several places, along with Octo, uh, Coruscant. Um, I'm forgetting one. Uh, that that all of them have at one point or another been considered the the original birthplace the of birthplace. the Jedi. So this could be one of the one. We know at least this is one of the first Jedi temples on this on this place um, on this planet. Uh, the men- mentioning a, a seeing stone, take the child to a seeing stone atop the temple. That's very uh, Japanese film sensibility. Mm. Uh, it kind of has that, that quest feel to it, where if you carry this to the top of the mountain and you will yeah, uh, reach enlightenment. Yeah, place it on the altar. It, and, right. Yeah. Or, or, or not, not even Japanese film. Uh, it's very Buddhist sensibility. Mm-hmm. Just, sure. You, you, will, you will attain enlightenment if, uh, mm-hmm. if you f- fulfill these tasks. 
And it's also a MacGuffin. It's also a MacGuffin. The Seeing Stone is a MacGuffin too. Yeah. Oh, we haven't talked about oh, MacGuffins, MacGuffins in a long time. Yeah, MacGuffins. I'm all MacGuffin out. Delicious, delicious the egg delicious... MacGuffins. <laughs> MacGuffin cereal. With a side of something, something dark side. Um, oh, I so miss MacGuffins. I, well. <laughs> I miss talking about them with I you. Miss, I'm not necessarily I do, I saying do. that I miss them. but No, when used properly, you don't even know what's happening. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, and so that's what we have here is... Will will he will if if Grogu is taken to this temple and and uh, taken to the Seeing Stone and he he reaches out is it do, or does he choose to reach out and yeah. does he right. choose the choice has been left to him if he wants to become a a Jedi if he wants Jedi. to go down that that path and who who will be reaching out who will it be and we could speculate all day long. Although there's only mm-hmm. a few options. Well, right. yeah, and, and Ahsoka says that too. She says, you know, there's not many. However, left. there's not many of there's not many Jedi left. So let's do right. that real quick. First, yeah, who do we? First option is, is Luke Skywalker. Right. We know he's at about. Left. We know at about this time he's restarting his Jedi order. Right. Or starting right. a and, Jedi and, order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I'm gonna start and, a little training camp. <laughs> starting an academy, around, now. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So. That that seems like 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 the super obvious choice, and that's, which that's I don't obvious. know if that's where they're gonna go. Um, and I don't, yeah, I don't know if they go down that route because then we're talking about young Mark Hamill, right? Right. You cast a young Mark Hamill. Do you even want to open the door of the Skywalker stuff? Sure. Right. Sure. You yeah. Know, yeah. 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 Because I it, feel be- like I don't know. My gut is saying that it won't be Luke. I I, I, so I agree. Too. Even though he's the obvious. Well, because it yeah. just it opens Choice. up a can of it opens up a can of worms too. Because if Luke knows that he exists, right, then, then... you're gonna have to string all of that. Like, I mean, that's and they get a... too involved in each other's worlds and the galaxies. Yeah, yeah. yeah, here's the thing: the galaxy is such a big place. Not everyone's gonna know everyone, and not everyone's yeah. gonna be involved in each other's stories. Sure, right. and and that is the one potential pitfall that Mandalorian faces when when you bring up all of these characters mm-hmm. like Thrawn, mm-hmm. like. Uh, even referencing Luke or or making an allusion to someone like Luke, it's like amazing, and I think it serves the story now. But are we going to get to a point where we're getting a bloated, yeah, like everybody knows everybody situation? So right. and both also, of your... I feel like they were trying to say that the rise of Skywalker was supposed to be like the end of this the right. the, the Skywalker saga. So to like be like, just kidding, we have some more content for you. <laughs> Seems well, like and and be... as we talked about in the last episode, with all the the cloning implications and mm-hmm. it, at, at face value and and what we know already, it it works and it's it's a great bit of kind of filling in of the plot, adds color to everything. But I think they're going to avoid direct direct references to Snoke or and or Palpatine. I think they're just setting up yeah. the technology in which they are able to come into being. Right. I think you're without right without that. directly, like, and this is how Snoke was made. Mm-hmm. Right, wink, wink. Yeah. Um, so yeah. so so sorry. who else do we have available? So I I Daniel and I were talking about this, mm-hmm. and this might be a little bit out there. But if you Say played it. if you played the video game, Star Wars: Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. Cal Kestis. 
Well, here's the, here's another funny thing too that I the thought after our conversation about the video game. But if you haven't played it, there's there's uh, and this is you know a little spoiler alert too. But um, uh, the person who basically saves Cal Kestis in this game is like a former Jedi who has like closed herself off from the Force. Right. Um, she very well could have been the person who saved uh, Grogu from Coruscant, Ooh. potentially. Well, and we know that she was hiding uh, her sister, mm-hmm. uh, Trilla. Right. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, and I'm it, just it would saying it. Uh, I remind, like that. Remind me of that actor's name. Um, I'm, he, I, he, played, I really... he played the Joker on Gotham. Yeah. And he, he's, he's a live action actor who motion yeah, captured yeah, yeah. the role. So he could absolutely. And they modeled it after him too, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, was, that, was, that was entirely him. Yeah. He's a very so gifted really actor. And I can't believe I'm, live I'm forgetting his name right now. I'll pull it up. Thank you. They're both really great, actually. Um, and that video game is getting a sequel. Yeah. Yes. So we know his story. I don't know. This could be so out there and people listening are probably like, oh, what sure. The, what the F? I don't even yeah, play video games. Who are you talking about? Uh, I just... Cameron Monaghan. Thank there you. you Cat, go. Cameron yeah. Monaghan. Very, who, is, who, is, who is the, who is their, um, her, you know, his counterpart in there? Oh, um. His teacher. Yeah, the teacher. Yeah. What, what was her name again? I'm going crazy. I just, as we said, the roster of available Jedi or known Jedi is small. Small, very small. Yeah, right. so there's them, and then there's, oh gosh, um, potentially Yaddle, <laughs> maybe. <No. laughs> Yaddle is um, dead. Let her go. Just let her go. Um, He's moved on. You should will. too. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, he, well, see, yeah, there's Ezra. Oh, that's right, Ezra. Yeah, there's very. Yeah, well, I was gonna say Ezra. Ezra is an option, which would be very neat. If if they're if like that's tying, how they brought her back or brought if, him back. If they're trying to tie all the Filoni properties kind of together, Ezra. Yeah, yeah. Why not? And I could see. Ooh, you know, I like the said, idea. I like it, the idea of Cal. Well, I like I, the idea of Cal, but now now I've, I'm I'm going down the Ezra path of. Well, what if it, what if Ahsoka is setting this up? Said you go there, have the child reach out. And maybe and Ezra she... will come to you. But here's the thing. So, yeah, okay, I just got chills thinking about it, too, because, like, Ezra, um, you know, and again, this is not necessarily a spoiler, but, you know, he has, um, like, you know, he doesn't have any parents. He's like a um, – and then he sort of, like, gets a father figure in his life who ends up being his mentor and his um, his, his master. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kanan. Um, so, I, I, you know, if he – it would just be really, really interesting to see that that and you know and him seeing the mandalorian and the child and that relationship um yeah i don't I know mean, that, that yeah, would be could, really interesting could, could this be ahsoka's way of like i can't find him maybe maybe you will maybe if maybe you call out well, but you're actually okay so that's that i i love that you said so that too because you, would, you could tell how old would ezra be now how old was he in rebels he was because at the very the very last season of rebels he's like 20 Right? I believe that. I believe that. Yeah, so he would he'd probably be uh so that was what a year before a new hope. So he's like in his late 20s then now? Or or rather it was it's right it's right near a new hope. So he's 20, so that would be 8 years. 
Yeah, he's like in his late twenties now. He'd be about our age. Well, so you're not that much older than us. He's uh, <laughs> our generation. Hundred. Yeah. Years so old. he was fourteen at the start of Rebels. So um, he was nineteen or twenty at the age of A New Hope. Okay, there you go. Okay, so yeah, he'd be about twenty-eight. Yeah. Yep. I um. Oh God. What was I gonna say? I don't remember now. It's gone. Nothing oh yeah, Pacific about Ahsoka. Oh shoot. Um, oh yeah, it was the literally the last look on her face as they're flying away. Like that smirk, you know that 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 quintessential yeah. like Ahsoka Tano smirk that she has in her face. Like I know exactly what I just did, and I'm proud of myself, kind of thing. You know, and I I, I like it. Just seems like she she knew more than she was letting on and maybe is leading them to something that's going to help her <laughs> with well, and what maybe she's doing. She, maybe you're right though. Maybe like she hasn't found Ezra. And, yeah. Like, and she I think, knows that this potentially might be the thing to bring him. Maybe she tried to reach out to him in the same fashion, but it didn't work. And she's like, it's going to work with this kid because it's yeah, like I, really strong with the force. That's cool. I don't know. I don't know, but, yeah, I don't know said, if that's what it is. As you said, she had the knowing smile. So we have no idea. This is all just blind speculation. But totally. she, she she knows what she's doing. Totally. You know, which is, yeah. I mean, she also, I think that she, she, she sort of, you know, was feeling the child's or Grogu's feelings like as like they were walking back into the ship. Yeah, she um, smiled at him. And, yeah. And, you know, maybe it was something funny that Grogu said, you know. Like a little inside of, joke. Yeah, a little inside <laughs> joke. Like, don't worry, I'll take care of him. Teehee. You know. And then as the ship flies off, we get her theme again as she walks back into the forest and Oh, another gorgeous shot. I mean, wow, this episode. Wow, this episode. And we just like I think barely tipped the iceberg because like, you know, Oh we, yeah, we, we honestly could we could cover we could talk about this episode in several different ways and oh yeah times. and we will well we and will. i think we said it a couple minutes ago but you're seeing all of these people come in and out of the story boba fett at the beginning bo katan ahsoka ahsoka i don't know i mean there's three episodes left i don't know if if any of them are coming back in this season but yeah, i think what i think what the season has been doing is kind of like i'll cite avengers endgame again where mm. you have the the main story, yeah, the main kind of quest, right? But then it starts dropping the seeds to all of Disney's other branches, like like yep. Loki, like uh, mm-hmm. WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier. Yep. Same things happening here. Oh, I think absolutely! If, if the Boba Fett series is a real thing, which now it sounds like it might be, and a, and if it is, it's shooting very soon. Mm-hmm. That's when you'll see him again. Bo-Katan is rumored to have a series that originally the rumor originally started that she and Cara Dune would have a series, but then it became more a Bo-Katan thing. Could that end up being the Ahsoka series? Maybe. Where they do their thing? There's that. Thrawn, a Rebels sequel. You guys, I don't... We, we are living in very blessed times <laughs> it's just too much so much really cool star wars content it's just it is just too much it's too much and it's but it's it's not too much i'm no. like i'll eat it it's a tasty well and 
I think we can kind of cap this off by saying it feels like the mystery has returned to Star mm-hmm. Wars. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. That's, that, that thing, when when Luke first meets Obi-Wan in A New Hope, and he, mm-hmm. he just briefly touches on the Force, and you don't yeah. get a lot of information about it. And you You're just kind of left to wonder and kind of create it. your own, mm-hmm. you make your own suppositions. And same thing is happening here. And we will get a lot of answers. I mean, they're setting sure. us up to get a lot of answers. But there still is that underlying fun fun mystery thing about about especially the old star wars movies you know like the the original trilogy because they didn't know yeah so it was it was up to the audience to speculate and imagine and then with the creation of all the rest of the films they you know filled in filled in those those blanks and this was such this episode was such a great palette cleanse and dichotomy from the very last episode where mm-hmm. we, we hear about midi-chlorians again and we hear about yeah. the scientific applications of the force and then put that in uh, contrast to the mystery surrounding Ahsoka and mm-hmm. how she speaks of the force and it being an ever-present. Kind of science versus faith. Exactly. Kind of yep. mm-hmm. And you're going to see that kind of played out with how they deal with, with Gideon and Totally. He has a very practical application. He knows exactly what he wants to get out of it. And she makes a point to say it's not it's not a power, it's not a a thing you use. It's 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 a thing that's in you. It's a it's yeah. not meant to be used. It uses you. The force mm-hmm. guides you. And uh it's setting us up for some an ideological struggle as well as the as well as the obvious physical one. Yeah. That's why we love Star Wars. Yes. By so, God, uh, we love Star more God. than ever. I, I would tell you though, I more than more so than any other episode of this show, um, I've gotten more text messages and uh, um, and feedback from my friends about this particular episode than any other right. one. People were just so excited about it. Guys, yeah. if you got thoughts, reach out to us. Please reach out. Yes, yes please. Re- reach out. Reach out in the DMs, the comments. Um, we yeah, we have a Gmail account. Or... We have a, yes. a inside the tauntaun at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, or add us at Twitter. We're on Twitter now. We're on the Twitter. Uh, look up yes. inside the tauntaun. You'll see Twitter it. Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Or inside underscore on Twitter. It's in, uh, me. On Twitter, it's uh, inside underscore tauntaun is the the tag. We are in the modern world now. Of Twitter. <laughs> Um, but we, yeah, we, we want to hear your your thoughts because, like we said, we're we're blindly speculating about what yeah. all of this. Is there means. another Jedi that you think might be out an there? In... Yeah. Do you yes. think we'll see you know all of these cameoed characters so far in the series? Do you think we'll see them this season? Do you think they'll come back? Uh, Mandalorian and season other three. Series are they or... getting their own things? Yeah. Um, so much to talk about. There literally are no wrong answers until they become wrong, wrong answers in about a week <laughs> but, but for the next uh the next week or so there are no wrong answers we want your yeah. input yeah yeah um, so thanks so much for thanks so much for listening um this was our very girthy very <laughs> that's a episode. horrible word that's a terrible <laughs> word um yeah like we said this is just sort of like the tip of the iceberg of this super meaty and delicious episode oh, of the yum, Mandalorian yum, yum. 
And uh, yeah, we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Mm-hmm. And if you made it this far, congratulations. Buy yourself <laughs> a cupcake. And... Or three cupcakes. It's Thanksgiving yeah. weekend. Yeah. yeah. Go um, for it. I hope you, know? you guys are enjoying your leftovers. Uh, I'm going to drink li- a gallon of eggnog. Thanks. Oh. <laughs> God help you. God help you in your bathroom. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> and if if you're enjoying the show, uh, drop us drop us some stars on Apple Podcasts. Maybe yeah. write a little review if you if yeah, you uh, it helps like us it. Out. it. helps and if us you, out. And if, if you, you do that. if you don't like it, then keep your damn mouth shut. Yeah, and, uh, yeah a little bit. Nobody gets hurt. It's pretty simple. <laughs> uh, yep. So this is inside the Tauntaun. It is podcast. Uh-huh. I'm Alyssa Simmons. I'm Daniel Dawson. I'm Dino Nicandros. May the force be with you. Always. See ya.